It's the Whatever Man Podcast. Podcast. What up, man? Podcast. This is Chuck. And unfortunately, Germ's out of town uh, handling some family business. So, uh, no new episode this week. Uh, shout out to him and his family out in uh, North Carolina. You know, hope all is going well under the circumstances, but hey. Uh, we'll return to our regular schedule bullshit once he gets back in town. In the meantime and in between time, I put together a best of compilation featuring the Panamanian Devil incident with the infamous audio. You guys are going to love it. Uh, we also have live performances and interview with blues player Bob Niffin. As always, shout out to our podcast brethren, hashtag Blackout Podcast, just in time. Uh, Random Rams with Rob, and a big welcome back to the Talk It Out Podcast. It's been three months. I don't know what the fuck y'all been, but hey, I'm glad y'all are back. Uh, check out the hashtags, uh, hashtag Potter Family, hashtag Pods in Color, and hashtag Tripod to find some great content on social media. Uh, while y'all already on the internet, come fuck with your boys. Uh, we're at Whatever Man Pod on everything. Go to our website, www.whateverman.com, where you can find all our content and contact info. We love feedback, so leave some, goddammit. Uh, last but not least, fuck with our sponsor, Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. Put it on everything you love. Put it on your bitch. Put it on your meats. Put it on your kids. All that shit. Go to Hooks, Rubs, and Spots. Hooks, Rubs, and Spices.etsy.com. Use the promo code WhateverMan and get 10% off. It's grilling season. You know you need them spices. Go fuck with them. All right. That's enough for me. Hope y'all enjoy the compilation, which I'm sure you will. Uh, we'll be back soon enough. And uh, peace, degenerate bastard motherfuckers. God damn it. Oh. <sighs>
So what was happening with the with the Panamanian double? I mean, what's 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 going on? What's cracking? What's 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 happening with that? Because people want to know. And by the people, I mean me and Shane. Me especially. I want to know what the fuck's going on. I know on. what the fuck happened, dude. <laughs> I listened to the whole goddamn thing. I was I was here for <laughs> a good portion of it. Sounds like she can suck a golf ball through a garden hose, but I don't know. <laughs> Actually, there was one point. Jeremy, don't mind me saying. But she did scream out, I've been sucking your dick for two hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the exact fuck? Hey. She was like, mm, she we don't She had a loud-ass mouth, man. And Jeremy we just laughed. We gonna run a dick like sucking Michael marathon. <laughs> Man, what in the exact fuck was going on? What was Guan's on? In the fucking bathroom that night. I know what was happening in the bathroom that night. I, I heard. I thought she stuck a finger in your booty. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> nah, man. You know, your balls, my balls is fragile as eggs. I mean, <laughs> shit. I, 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 just, hey, man, look. <laughs> I didn't expect the freak to come out like that. I did not expect her to do what she did. I did not expect her to be as aggressive as she was that night. She was pretty fucking aggressive. And it threw me off. And then my body's all, hey, look, cuz, you know, you drink all that fucking whiskey. You know what's up? It's like, shit. Shit. Whiskey dick, man. You know, hey, 10% down there, man, you know, but I, I, Bango was like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I get it, man, but it was just fucking weird because, like, right before I left, y'all was in there. I don't know what the fuck happened, (laughs) but the door opened and, like, she like falls out of the door. So like her hand was like reaching for the doorknob, but she didn't get it because the door swung open. And like she like fell out of the door and her hand hit the ground and her hair was all fucked up and she had fucking lipstick like smeared all over her fucking like and her eye like her eye makeup. Like she was in there working. Like she had just ran a goddamn marathon. And she was just out there like this. <laughs> like, out the door. <laughs> and then, you ain't got no shirt on, and you, like, lean out, and you looking, and I'm looking, and I'm looking at y'all, and you looking at me, and you got this big-ass smile on your face. And she's like, oh, shit, if I lay still, this motherfucker can't see me. And then, I turn, and I'm on my phone, answering, and this is fucking so stupid. <laughs> Because my boss, she got a fucking kid, like a little kid, and she's up at weird light, at like weird hours or whatever. So she emailed me something at like 2 o'clock in the morning. And I'm on the fucking couch over there answering the fucking work email. 
And I see this. And I turn and I look. And she's looking at me. And I'm looking at her. And then I look at you. And you looking at me. And I'm looking at you. And you laughing. <laughs> and then I look at her. And I'm like. I don't want this to be weird. But I heard everything that was going on in there. And like you just start laughing. And she gets this look on her face of fucking terror. And I want to know. <laughs> what the fuck was that about? Because it's not like. What, what did she expect? she think? I thought she was a nun. Look. You know, getting so, in that damn night, and I saw her, I swear to God, she was with that old white dude. It's one of the reasons why I really didn't pay that much attention to her ass. Because I, I felt like I didn't. Because that's what I thought. No, that ain't for, for, for a good portion of the night. You was right. That, that old man was buying her drinks. And hey, I don't knock nobody hustle. Buy a bitch a drink. Like, hey, enjoy yourself. Take them titties out. Let you, let you, let you, let you, let you, let your freak flag fly, bitch. <laughs> let your hey. soul glow. Yeah. A little nightlife going on. Come exactly. on. Exactly. Shit. The fuck is wrong with that? So, I mean, I don't blame the old dude. I don't blame nah. her. That's a game. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not saying you did. Whoa. I'm not saying you did. I'm just saying I understand how you could think that and for the most part it was true but the one thing that you can always count on she was a hoe <laughs> into the night now look I don't know a person you know it definitely better than I do and maybe you'll say well she wasn't a hoe but she had hoe like tendencies to me <laughs> so please expand. Let me know. Well, let me know what your thoughts. What, what what was uh? So I mean, after all of this shit, I mean the freak shit. Uh, y'all went to her place, right? Yeah. So what was what was what was up? What was cracking? What was going on? Was oh you just you you want to about what happened that night? Yeah. Oh, talk to me. Shit, man. You too fucked up? Uh, nah, <laughs> dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, dog. I was laying in my bedroom just listening to everything that happened, man. That shit's weird, ain't it? It is weird, dude. I'm sitting there, man, in the bathroom. <laughs> just like And that. I mean, like, everything you heard when I played you the fucking record, cause I, and I'm going to say it, I recorded the shit. And it will be played either in the <laughs> intro or the ending of this fucking podcast. Y'all gonna get to hear this shit. Is, is that what you were... That's what I was playing for him. Alright, alright, alright. That shit. was seven minutes of the 30 minutes I heard while I was sitting out here. I didn't need to see. I woke up about 3.30, I don't know if you still here. But shit, man. I, I just woke up to fucking laughter. They were both laughing their asses off. And I'm like, damn, there's a chick here. And then I hear the shower curtain and the shower turn on. And I hear y'all both in the shower just fucking laughing your ass. I don't know what the... I thought y'all were on some fucking ecstasy or something, dude. Because I was like, god damn, y'all were laughing for like 30, 40 minutes straight. One, 
I didn't know she threw up outside. Didn't know she threw up outside. And, she, you know, she went some knocked out shit before I went in there. Got my dick sucked. And then she wants to go take a shower because of the fact that she threw up when I took a shower. Nothing better to wash the dick out your mouth than taking a shower. Yeah. So, uh... Let's just skip to her place. Now. (laughs) I ain't never. Now, I heard a comedian say it. I know it might sound like I'm reciting something what a comedian said. But I ain't never ate pussy till I burped. Oh my god! You ain't no pussy till you burped? Dude, she was fucking gushing. She was coming the whole fucking time. She was like a fucking super soaker, man. I swear to fucking God. I'm. Look, her whole bed was wet. There was pee in your mouth. Not a dry <laughs> spot in her fucking bed. There wasn't pee. <laughs> okay. okay. I seen it come out. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, the first four times, I didn't see it. But then I had to look. I know where that hole is. Yeah. Nah, that came out of fucking pussy. Oh, my God. Now, now I know there's a hole where the hood is, and that's where the pee come out. That came out of fucking pussy. Okay. Uh, I'm with you. I'm not down. I'm saying. Now, I've already... Looked online, I read the whole fucking shit, something about the piss and all that shit. It's like 90% piss and whatever the fuck. It's like, alright. There's a hood. There's a hole right there, and that's where the pee come out. No, that came out the fucking pussy. Sorry, I, wa- I saw the shit. I've seen the flower showers and all that good stuff. Nah, I'm talking about, I actually seen the shit. Well, that's what I'm talking about, yeah. Man. Fuck me up. I don't imagine, dude. Fuck me up. I was just... Drenched. Drenched. Just... I said, that bitch, my dry cleaning bill. Who the fuck? Dry cleaning bill? What? What am I going to put myself in the, in the dry... Hey, you know, I need to get this washed. Can you have this done by tomorrow? You? Yeah. I don't need to clean me up. Nah, man. She fucking soaked my ass and soaked the whole fucking bed, dude. So when you you needed a raincoat, you actually needed a whole raincoat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, yes. Wasn't a, it wasn't a euphemism. You, you needed the man. whole damn thing. You know, I need the fucking you cap. That, you needed that super heavy gear. The boys just wearing that video. <laughs> <laughs> Final suit. Ah, uh, man. I mean, you know, it's just 
shit. Dog, when I listened to what you recorded, and she asked me, or she not not asked, say my name. And I was like, this bitch say, and I was like, I fucking said her name. (laughs) She made me her bitch. She made me her bitch. Oh my god. I never had no woman made me their bitch. Just from them I mean, she was just sucking my dick, man. That is the greatest. And you know What the fuck? I'm saying, man. You heard the motherfucker, you recorded the song. <laughs> I was here for 30 minutes. I mean, shit. Oh, shit, dude. This is the most riveting. That's the most riveting audio. That's the greatest shit I've ever heard, dude. Oh, my like, God. I'm, 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 I'm planning for Lynn. Oh, She's shit. Like, Did she just fucking say, say my name? Say, yes, yeah, she did. I can't believe I fucking did that shit. And I was just listening. I was like, I know Lynn was like, nigga, what are you doing? This bitch is crazy. <laughs> she was crazy as fuck. Oh, man, you should have heard when I went to the bachelor party. I played it for Max. Hmm. <laughs> you played it over there. Yeah, I only played it for him. I didn't play it for him. Because he's the only one that really know you. Yeah. I played it. And he was like, what the fuck is Karate Chop doing over there? I told him, he was like, he was like, how come I was never there for any of this shit? <laughs> he, he, was like, he was like, only you niggas can do some shit like this. I mean, look, man, Chuck. I did not expect her to do what she did. No shit. And it was like, hey, you know, 20 minutes. That's all I was expecting. But no. <laughs> this bitch was a Kenyan dick sucker. She was in it for the marathon. <laughs> I mean, I'm I, I, I surprised that bitch would look you in the face and be like, I am your captain now. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Stop surreptitiously recording, motherfuckers. Hold on, Chuck. Didn't you just fucking put some shit on the fucking podcast and my ass in that fucking bathroom, that fucking crazy ass bitch? Yeah, but that wasn't private. Nigga, that was public. That was in the bathroom, (laughs) private me. Shit, dude. (laughs) Shit. And nigga, we was going to talk about that anyway. Ah, well, yeah, but still. You ain't had no girl. No. All right. Man, I listen to that shit. Say my name, and I, man, hey, I got punk. I got, hey, um, yeah, you got, you got interrogated. I thought she was waterboy.
It's the Whatever Man it's Podcast. Whatever Man it's Podcast. The What up, man? Podcast, Chuck, John, and we're here with uh, Bob Niffin. Yeah, how's it going, Bob? It's going good, man. It's going real good. <laughs> Ready to cast some pods. <laughs> All right. All right. So, what's, uh, the, what's the, the official name of it? The official name? Yeah, of y'all's podcast. Oh, it's the Whatever Man Podcast. Whatever Man. Yeah. The best podcast you never never heard of. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, he gave me a card. Oh, okay. That worked. That's how I kind of knew about it. And I don't know how to do the internet web machine, so I've never seen any podcasts. So there you go. But, you know, you kids and your, your newfangled technology. So. so it's basically a, a radio show on the internet. But right now we're doing uh, yeah, video. Why do we gotta, yeah, why are we going to have video? Well, we're trying, to, we're trying to expand, Bob. Okay. We're trying I'm to expand. I'm like a guinea pig. Yeah, you're you're a test case. You're right, a canary in the coal right. mine. All right, okay. So, uh, you are a blues player. Yeah. How long you been playing the blues? Let's see. Forty-five years. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I felt you know, like when I was a kid. I, that's what that's what I first heard that that went, whoa, you know, because yeah. I was telling germs. We've talked about music before. It's like Beatles and you know, all. Yeah. I was like around 12 or 13 when all of that stuff happened. And I guess if, if this is going on the interweb, it's, I'm, gonna, I'm a real screwball. I didn't, none of that stuff moved me. You know, mm-hmm. all the, I want to hold your hand and all of this. And uh, I happened to hear a B.B. King song, and I was like, geez. They sang about real stuff, mm. you know? It's yeah. like... I, I wanted to hold somebody's hand, but I wanted to fuck somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and, and blues guys, yeah, sang about that, man. You know, and yeah, like, they, now they like thick-legged women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's a distinctly American music too. You know, so like instead of this all this English horse shit, you know, it's like uh, uh, these guys are Americans, man. And anyway, that's that's what started me. Uh, oh. So you say BB uh, King. Yeah. That's one of the first, yeah, one of my first heroes. And then there was, a, I don't know if you guys were, the Paul Butterfield Blues Band. Yeah, I've heard of Paul Butterfield. Uh, guitar yeah. player was Mike Bloomfield. I liked him a lot. And, uh, and did you just, once you get exposed to it, my friends and I were just constantly trying to find these guys so we'd go out and buy all kind of records you know and you get burnt sometimes you know it's mm-hmm. like ooh, that sucks and and then, you know like buddy guy and mm-hmm. and bb and howling wolf muddy waters and all of those guys you know all the all the authentic american blues stuff is what wigged us man you know oh, okay. a lot of other people yeah do you ever listen to uh lead belly yeah yeah, yeah. he's Exactly, all of that stuff. Yeah. But when I was a kid, I, the first thing that got me was electric. Mm-hmm. You know, Lead Belly was like a solo acoustic guy. Mm-hmm. It took me a long time because I was an idiot to get into, you know, to expand my horizon. I liked, uh, I liked stuff that was like, bam, hit in the head, you know. Electric instruments and drums and shit like that. Sorry, I forgot to turn my... I, I broke my own rule. 
I forgot to turn my ring off. <laughs> you can do that, man. You're the boss. Yeah, lead belly, and then there's some, you know, like the more you get into it and the farther back you go, we, we were talking earlier, mm. this guy's like the, a guy named Charlie Patton who's like from the 20s and 30s, who mm. was like insane. They said he used to throw the guitar around and play it behind his back, and this, you know, and he was a solo guy that would play in these little juke joints out in the middle of I mean, in, in, in that other planet, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if you ever read about... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's horrifying, man, you know? Anyway. Yeah, out there in the middle of nowhere in the Delta. Yeah, you know? And yeah, little swamp dive. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, my family's from... My, my dad's family's from Mississippi, so they told me all about it. <laughs> Did you ever go? Have you ever been? I've been a bunch of times. They're from a, a little... A sawmill town called Laurel. Is uh, it in the Delta? Or? No, no, it's just south of Jackson. So it's more toward the center of the state. Yeah. Uh, but I got cousins that used to live in like Biloxi and like around the Delta. But yeah, they would they would tell me stories about it. And you know, my dad was born in uh, '52, so when he was a teenager, he used to go out there and you know hang out. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm so the, I'm the back. Yeah, yeah. He used to he used to be all over the place. So uh, is he? Hmm? Is he is he still alive? You're yeah, yeah, yeah. He lives in uh, he lives in L.A. Old, huh? 50, born in fifty two. Yeah, so he's gonna I was, be. I was born in fifty one. Old guy, man. Yeah, my old man's old, fifty two. <laughs> That's all right, man. But uh, yeah, and and my uh. On my mother's side, uh, they were all musicians. My my great my great uncle, my grandfather's brother, uh, played with a bunch of guys. His uh, used to his stage name used to be uh, Lionel Turner, so he used to play. He Down played there with in, yeah in Mississippi. Yeah, because they were they all from Port Arthur, so he That's used to where play. That's my wife's from Port yeah. Arthur, Texas, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a bizarre place. Have you ever been there? Oh yeah. Yeah, I go there all the time. <laughs> most of most of most of the people in Port Arthur, if you live between Longs, like the projects, and like uh, Gulfway, yeah, that's pretty much my family. <laughs> my, my, my wife's there right now at her dad's house, and on 39th and 9th. Yeah. Okay. Over by it used to be Nick's, where like you get boudin over there. Yeah. You ever had that, Jeremy? Mm-hmm. That's some bizarre shit too, isn't it? I said Louisiana shit. I said golf shit. I love that shit though. Yeah, I'm from New York, and so and my but my grandparents were from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And back in the days when I was a little kid, before the interstate, we'd drive you know these little highways. It, it would take to get from New York to New Orleans would take like two or three days. You know, you'd have to stop at a hotel and all of that stuff. And you, it was fun. It was a lot. You know, you'd go swimming. And, but just, I remember we'd leave New York the farther south that we'd go. It just, to me, you know, it would just like get more and more bizarre. Oh, yeah. And weird. You know? And then like when you go like through Alabama and then Mississippi, it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody talks funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah real and, slow. And the racial thing, too, yeah. you know, of like, you know, the, you drink here. Yeah. You know, like, we're like, what the hell? 
Anyway, it was an eye opener, man. It was like, you know. You remember the first thing you ever played? The first thing? Yeah. Actually, it was in, in junior high. I started a band with some friends, and it was, uh, it, was a, it was a song by Rufus Thomas. You ever heard of him? Mm -hmm. he's, a, he's a Mississippi guy, I think. But he got famous, and it was... Uh, <laughs> Baby's back, dressed in black, silver buttons all down her back. It's Miss Mary Mack. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's... <laughs> she yeah. broke a needle, now she can't sew, walking a dog. Just a walking the dog. That was that was the first tune. We we learned some of those tunes, and we did a, uh, we played at a junior high dance, and I don't I don't know we had to suck. Anyway, <laughs> it's like I was like a fourteen year old kid singing the blues. Fourteen year old white kid singing, you know. <laughs> Dressed in black, you know, and, and uh, somebody else got my mojo working. You know, some old Mississippi blues tunes by some little squeaky kid. But that was it. That was one of the yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, so you ever you ever toured or anything? Yeah, yeah. So was that was that like? Uh. My family's going to see this, so I'll just tell you, <laughs> or hear it, they're going to hear it, it's everything you could imagine, times a hundred, you know what I mean? Like, wow. with, you know, like sex and drugs and rock and yeah. roll, only it was sex and drugs and blues. All right. Instead of rock and roll, you know. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun, Bob. Yes, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't AIDS. Me. <laughs> <laughs> they hadn't come up with any of that goofy shit. You know? so, yeah. All right. Well, no. All right. I, I like that. Because I was telling them about uh, the times they, they were telling you, you know, to shut up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like being, and, and, the, and another thing, what I used to like, after I'd been playing for a few years, w one of the things that I really loved was the James Brown guitar players. Mm -hmm. you know, like, and I would do that, I would get hired because a lot of guitar players don't want to do that. They want to do the, uh, you know, <laughs> They want to play solos, mm -hmm. and I just like that shit. I would do that for hours and be happy. You know, it's just to do the same fucking thing over again and love it. So I'd get hired in funk bands and soul bands and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And the times I was telling germs, it's like, you know, being a white guy in those bands, yeah. and you're traveling in a van. We also got to see, like, I got to see stuff that m uh, most white people don't know about, or if they hear about it, they refuse to believe it, which is, like, the law and order guys that say, yeah. white people, if, if you're not doing anything wrong, then you don't have anything to worry about. You know? Yeah, so I've oh, been that's, in the yeah, that's some horseshit. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> I'm not telling you, but as a, as a white dude, you know, like, yeah. so you're sitting in the van, 
and the, the cops pull you over. And uh, my friends in the band would turn around and go, don't start none of your fucking shit with the cops. You know? <laughs> <laughs> shut up and sit there, you know, because it, it's like, you know, and then you find out that the cops just said, well, you had a, your taillight was intermittently blinking, you know, and we thought, we'd say, and since we've pulled you over, can we check the, you know, that's how the shit always yeah. starts, you know, but it's like, like the guy at work, you know who I'm talking about, and, and he's the, the, the quintessential guy that says, if you're not doing anything wrong, you have nothing to worry about, you know, it's just like, shit has never happened to him, Yeah, you know. So being in these bands, I got to see shit, you know. It's like, damn, that's insane, man. Yeah. You know? And it was, a, it was a, a very good education I got from some of these guys, you know, some of the older people, you know. They took me under their wing and, and helped me do stuff. You know? What could you say was the craziest thing you've, done or or seen or seen allegedly (laughs) (laughs) that's a a big word allegedly well it was uh it wasn't um nude midgets (laughs) (laughs) it it, it wasn't it wasn't like that shout out to the naked midgets out there (laughs) i love you guys it was um it was one time with Six girls and a puppy dog. We were up in a cherry tree. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> say, how you get the dog in the tree? <laughs> <laughs> we pulled him up in a basket, and then he, you know, it, what you could imagine, you know, like what you would like to do, what, what young men would like to do, you got to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I miss those days. And yeah. And, and I, used to, I used to do a lot, Bob. I bet, man. <laughs> I did too. I didn't know he looked like this. <laughs> so, so who you uh, who you toured with? Well, who you, you played with? I played with um, Bo Diddley. Oh. Okay. And that I think I don't know if I told you, but he was. Uh, He's one of them guys that got screwed by record companies yeah. when he was young, you know. And so when we, we played this festival down in the valley, and he said, I, I play one hour, and that's it. And I get $6,000. And we went, okay, yeah, cool. And we were playing, in this, and on the side of the stage, there was a clock, and I think we started at 7 o'clock. Hmm. And we are playing along, we were, and like it goes around and it's almost eight o'clock and we're right in the middle of a tune and he unplugged his guitar and walked off <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when, when it didn't piss us i was like yeah, yeah both you ain't bullshitting yeah. man he's like one hour i'm through getting <laughs> fucked and i get six thousand dollars cash you know and he just I want a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars every ten minutes, and not a minute more. Yeah, (laughs) and you ain't fucking me no more. You know, I do the fucking. You know, and uh, we opened up for John Lee Hooker. Oh, I played with it, and that was a bizarre experience. 
the band I was in, we were playing, we did it, we were the opening act, mm -hmm. right? and he, we did I think half an hour, and we got done and we came off, and the club owner comes up and they said, we, we can't find John Lee Hooker, so go up and do another 20 minutes. So we did, and people were nice, they liked us, and we got done and came off, and he going, you gotta go do more, we still can't find them. And I'm going, these people don't want to hear, uh, you know. I yeah. mean, they've been nice, and they, you know. Yeah. And uh, they finally found him, and he came in and just destroyed the place. We opened up for Robert Cray. I played with a guy named Clifford Scott. He was a tenor sax player that, that got pretty famous. He, he played with a bunch of people. He played with Joe Pass. He played with T-Bone Walker, oh. guitar player. Uh, and... Jeez, I can't. Oh, the the best one though was uh, when I was a kid. One of my early heroes after BB was a, a harmonica player named James Cotton. Have you ever heard of him? No. Anyway, he he was living here. He just died last year, but I had his records when I was a kid, man, and it was like knocked me out. And so I was playing at Central Market to have a cafe where, mm -hmm. where you're playing, and I'm. I looked out and a buddy of mine walks in and he's with James Cotton. You know, it's like if some people, if one of their friends walked in to, if I can think of an equivalent, it would be like if my friend walked in, if a friend walked in with John Lennon or, yeah. you know, Paul McCartney. Or and, and there's my buddy Tugboat with James Cotton. And I'm like, Jesus. So I walked over and I introduced myself and I said, you know, if you, you, if you brought any harps, man, you're welcome. And he goes, oh, yeah, we'll see. You know, yeah. he doesn't know what, so I figured I'll sweeten the pot a little bit. And we did like three songs of his mm -hmm. and bam, he was up, you know, up and playing. And so that's, I got a chance to, to play with a hero. Nice. Yeah. And that's he, a, uh, that's, that's fun. Yes. And he. Uh, we had a real good crowd and you know what Central Market's like, mm -hmm. right? You're playing at the cafe and then there's people shopping and everything. Mm -hmm. And we had, the place was packed when we were playing and when he started playing, it was like people came out of the woodwork, man. It was just mobbed. Just the sound of what he did moved, yeah. moved people so, and like, it was like the Pied Piper. You know? Yeah, it's like a magnet. Everybody and, just... Yeah, and, and, Yuppie yeah. women and their bad dancing and, and wine. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, he could have whipped them into a frenzy. But that was that was really cool. That was good. I got a chance, and plus he told me about all my heroes because he was with he was there. You know, he was Muddy Waters's harp player. Oh, for ten more than ten years. You know, so he had stories about all of them guys and his bands and everything. When, when did you ever, uh, where did you play first here in Austin? Here? Some places on 6th Street, like usually what everybody, you know, where everybody does. Every, most of my life, wherever I've been, I've been able to just support myself playing music. Like when I first moved to Texas, I lived in San Antonio, and that's all I did was play music, you know? Mm -hmm. I made enough money to, I had a house, and drummer was my roommate. And uh, then I lived in the valley, just played music, got to Austin. It's like, shit, no, man. There's, oh, yeah, it's too expensive now. It's too expensive, but there's like 900,000 musicians, mm, and a lot yeah. of them will play for nothing. 
And how do you compete with that? You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll pack the, you know, like, they'll have a garage band and, and they'll play for beer. Mm-hmm. And they'll have 900 of their friends come. And the club owner's like, yeah, I'll do this every night of the week, you know, and not, and not pay them, you know, yeah. the door or tips or something like that. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a shame because uh, when I first got here in 2001, one of my best friends, he was, you know, a band. It was just a, just a bunch of gigging musicians. They played in a couple bands, and that's pretty much how they supported themselves. It's fucking impossible now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's impossible. And, and like, I, I get it that, you know, I know the rent downtown is, like, super high. Mm-hmm. I know it's super high. But you got to pay the people that, like... It's, it's ridiculous. They don't, yeah, but they won't. Yeah. They don't, you know. It's like it, there's. Anyway, it's, I've always at times had to have day jobs, mm-hmm. and it's always been driving usually because you don't have a boss hanging over your shoulder, and you can think about whatever you want. You know, I drove limousines and dump trucks and trucks and all of that shit. And you can think about music while you're driving around, which is all I do anyway. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, but here it's. I'm not not here in Austin have I been able to maybe it's because I I'm not that good but it's happened in other cities you know and uh, not here I've not been able to do it here just support myself playing music here and plus I don't have that uh, to to get far in music you have to be relentless you know? mm-hmm. and I don't have that that kind of personality hi you got to hear my new CD. Here, yeah. here's one for you, and here's one for you. And, and like I see you 15 minutes later, it's like, hey, have you heard my new CD, Bob's CDs? You know, it's Bob, yeah. Bob, you know. I'm just not like that. You have, you have to be that to a certain extent, you know. Yeah, well, it's because everybody else is doing it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you know, and you got to, you know, just like push people out of the way and get, you know, you know, make sure that you're in the picture or you're, you know, like you're getting hurt and, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, fuck it. I'll just stay home. <laughs> I just like to play music, you know. It's, I, I don't need that. I've had success, what I term success, you know, yeah. just playing music and turning, paying the bills and play, playing music that I like. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Jesus, you know, I don't need jet planes and yeah. you know, limousines and, and, you know. I had it only, it was like, and not like the Rolling Stones, you know, Coke and, and champagne, you know. It was like Coke and Thunderbird <laughs> wine, you know. Right. <laughs> Get it how you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't, you know. As I, long as you're having fun. Exactly. And drunk is drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's, you know how there's millions of blues songs, you know, mm-hmm. about drinking, man. And it's like, and it's real stuff. The best story I ever heard was there was a guy named Pat Hare, Auburn Pat Hare. He used to play uh, with James Cotton and Muddy Waters. And you can go on YouTube. He did, he released a single called I'm Gonna Murder My Baby and what he was going to do and everything. And then actually did it. Holy yeah, shit! It's, it's killed his his wife or his girlfriend. Anyway, but can you can you imagine the uh, the courtroom scene? You know, it was like the prosecutor comes in and goes, "Your Honor, 
for our evidence, I'd like to play you a song. <laughs> you know? And it's just like, you know, how the fuck do you get, <laughs> you get out of just that? A man. <laughs> but that's, you know, blues is some real shit, man. You know, it ain't. Yeah, it's life. It's uh, about yes, life. exactly, exactly, Chuck. And it's yeah. like, you know, I'm like, I love, I love, I love my calendar. You know, you might love your calendar girl, but yeah, not everybody got a calendar girl. Yeah, calendar exactly. Girl. Yeah, yeah. I like my big leg woman. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying it's, it's all right. I don't, I don't need a ten. I got two. I got, I got five twos. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and ten one. Yeah. <laughs> When we start doing negative, (laughs) (laughs) permutations are endless. I fucked around and got me a couple negatives. (laughs) We've all had a couple negatives. I don't even know how the negatives work. He's like, do I do I owe (laughs) debt? I have to come back a few times, you know. Do I really dig? <laughs> yeah, when you finally get you a decent one, you're like, yeah, I gotta. I, uh, my time is due. <laughs> oh, my God. So, you got the guitar? Man. Ready to sing? I'll do a couple. Okay. Go to uh, Dealer's Choice. Sing, dance? Yeah. Ah, no. <laughs> Tell you people, 
When you're dead, you're done So why not knock yourself out? Why not knock yourself out? It's a fast, hard life It will kill you by degree I was standing with St. Peter At the pearly gate He said, you can't come in right now, son. You're gonna have to wait because you like knocking yourself out. Yes, you like knocking yourself out. You like knocking yourself out. Let me do one more. Oh one yeah, more. go right in. This is uh, I gotta I gotta change the name in this because you'll see why. Okay. Oh what a dream! Whoa what a dream I had on my mind. What a dream, baby. Whoa, what a dream I had on my mind. When I woke up this morning, people, oh, not a thing could I find. I went to Washington and sat right down in President Obama's chair. I dreamed the president himself came out and shook my hand and said, Bob, I'm awfully glad that you're here. But that was just a dream. morning people not a chair could I find I dreamed I won the lottery and I had a beautiful mermaid for a wife I dreamed I won the Brooklyn Bridge on my knees shooting dice. But that was just a dream. morning people not a nickel could I find 
dream we got married and raised the family. I dreamed we had 27 children. And they all look just like me. <laughs> but that was just a dream. morning people not one of them children look like mine fuck yeah Bob that's real shit man yes <laughs> you know and you know not to take to, to take anything away from you know simpler stuff that people like but this this is there you but you gotta have some balance you gotta put some real shit it's all right to go like you know I, me, me and jerem talk about this often i i like i like some good bad decision making music <laughs> <laughs> to go out and do some dumb shit too yeah <laughs> it was good having you yeah man thanks guys it's a lot of fun man that was great man anytime you want to come back if you want to play we can, uh, we can. When you guys set you get up. guitars and start, then we'll just do like trio, you know. That's gonna. Crosby, Stills, and Nash shit. <laughs> okay. No, not with me, man. I wouldn't play any we can get that us shit some... if it was my mother's dying request. <laughs> we, can, we can, we can get us some, 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 some barefoot. Hairy leg white women come in here. <laughs> Had a whole studio smelling like patchouli oil. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's Whatever Man Podcast. It's Whatever Man Podcast. It's Whatever Man Podcast.